Coming to you live this morning from the Mushroom Kingdom, WKBAG Studios, Wario K. Rule, Bowser, Andros Gannon. This is Video Games a Comedy Show. My name is Jeremy Schmidt, and it is not a beautiful morning here in the Mushroom Kingdom. It is a hot scorcher of a morning here in the Mushroom Ooh, Kingdom. That, that angry sun is. We're feeling that angry Super Mario Brothers this, 3 sun. This is a desert level. Yeah, this is a desert level where I'm doing that jump as he swoops underneath me. <laughs> uh, no, it's bad. Uh, but everybody else, introduce yourselves. Hello, I am Michael McCaller. Hell yeah, you are. Yes. I was waiting for a sound yeah, cue. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I like Mike. What's not to like? We like Mike. What's not to like? He's the best darn thing to come, come down, down the pike. In a good long while. I like Mike. Uh, longest sound cue, but it'll never shorten. I'll <laughs> never shorten it. It's too good. It made me cry. Can you yeah. make it longer? Uh, yes. All it right. is a three and a half minute song. <laughs> And to sitting to my beautiful right is a beautiful oh, baby boy. What's his name? It's Ari. I gotta believe. <laughs> I've never even played that game. <laughs> oh, Ari, you should have never let on that you didn't like it, because now it's just, oh, it's like sweet candy to play. Uh, uh, guys, how's everybody doing? I'm in that kind of hot funk where um, it feels like the world around me is is malleable like like i'm in syrup like i can still yeah. move but there's like physical stuff yeah full disclosure the there is no ac in the studio and there absolutely cannot be it ruins the audio so um in lieu of that if you if you hear us sort of stumble on our words or or lose uh, focus uh it's because uh there's sweat in our mouth <laughs> uh but on a lighter note, a much lighter note. Uh, how's everybody been trying to beat the heat? Like, how? What? What are some good beat the heat methods? I have been buying jugs and jugs of sweet tea. Wow. Yeah. That's like that's, that sounds like a good southern way to beat the heat. I've been sitting on my porch, waving myself with a hand fan. Yeah. Uh, pulling my suspenders up and uh, pouring a sweet glass of sweet tea. And. Ridiculing others <laughs> yeah, who yeah. walk and past. pointing to my wheat. Uh, Ari? I wish I had an interesting answer. I have AC in my apartment, God and I don't do podcasts. So it's just running. <laughs> damn it. Uh, I was doing a podcast the other day, a different podcast, and uh, it got so hot, I forgot what we were talking about. <laughs> um, okay, so, guys, your personal lives are very interesting to me, and I love you. But that's not why we're here. No. We're here to talk about goddamn video games. What has everybody been playing, please? Ari, let's start with you, buddy. Oh, shit. Have I been playing anything lately? I don't know if I have been, actually. Go and come back to me. I think about okay. it. Okay. Michael? I've been still hitting that Hollow Knight pretty hard. Oh, very good. I actually got heavy into Hollow Knight. It's so good. Uh, recently, too. It makes me feel a lot of feelings as I play it. Yeah. The other thing I've been doing is I've been running, uh, trying to get my speedrun fingers back on Resident Evil 2. Mm, okay. That's right. You're a pro at that. I was. I... Go on. This Go is on. Resident Evil like <laughs> <laughs> This is the Hollow Knight soundtrack. Oh, great. Uh, well, I'm, gonna, I'm talking about Resident Evil 2 now, yeah. which yeah. is uh, a game that I played over and over and over as a child for no particular reason. There is zero replay value to that game. Uh, RE2? Yeah. Well, one, I, I guess once you no, play the two I, main I campaigns. I have played it. Yeah. There are two main campaigns. You didn't get it. You do it twice. 
and then I played them again and again and again. Yeah. And it was like before speedrunning was a thing. And my friend and I would just pass the controller back and forth between the different scenarios and play it nine times over the course of a sleepover. Wow. Why? <laughs> Why were any of us doing this? How fast can you beat it at this point? Um, I'm at about an hour 40. Okay, two hours. That's not bad. That's yeah. fast. Yeah. It's pretty fast. Yeah. Uh, and I'm proud of myself. So we we eventually want to do a show, spoiler alert, that is uh, uh, you playing a speed run through Resident Evil 2 as you do a podcast interview mm-hmm. style, basically, with someone else. <laughs> Uh, and it's basically like uh, they would come on and talk about things that they love while you do something that you love. Exactly. As you slowly begin to not love it anymore <laughs> as you do it. Uh, I did find that I was loving it more and more. I played through it like four times in a row one night. Yeah. And I was like, each time it got better. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, you want to hear my pitch for a show? Okay. Um, it's Mark Marin's What the Fuck, but he does Let's Play games. Okay. That sounds <laughs> miserable. <laughs> Dude, that's like like when Conan does his gaming show yeah uh it's also like kind of bad because you're like is every joke just insulting video games and people who play them that's the whole point of it like like you're just bad it's like, big bang itis yeah it is, mm-hmm. it yeah. is uh isn't mm. it funny how horrible people are who love these things yeah it's a good point uh i do like the idea of mark Marin uh doing stuff though. i mean i just like the idea of him like talking about his life going to like the darkest depths and being like how do i fucking kill this turtle yeah i like that too yeah yeah, yeah. why do i keep dying pow um can anybody help me find this last jiggy yeah <laughs> uh i've been doing a lot of hollow knight myself uh yeah so i finished donkey kong tropical freeze i put a lot of games to bed recently i think that was my big thing it's like i just started putting them to naps right taking care of them watching the credits roll on them uh, a lot of games that I've been like kind of I've been I'm playing too many games at the same time. You know when you're reading like more than one book at the same time, you're like I'm getting nothing out of any of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I started I put a bunch of games to bed, and now I'm just focused on Hollow Knight, and it feels pretty good. It's a nice Metroidvania style game, which I love. I love getting lost in it. Uh, the characters are great. Um, it's a little flash animation for me, a little bit, a little bit of that like flash vibe. Just in like the animation itself. Yeah, like, like like I could see it being played in a browser. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But uh, but I think what gets me over that hump is like the for instance the sound design of it is really great and also the controls. It controls so freaking sweet, dudes. Uh, last time we were talking about this, I said it feels like uh, Super Metroid, but like in a way that like feels good. Yeah. And uh, what do you think about that now? Because I know you said Super Metroid. Yeah. Always has felt great to you. I uh, think Super Metroid still feels pretty good to me. Um, even going back, I do like it. This feels better by a huge amount. I've actually been playing Symphony of the Night mm. is another game that I'm about to put to bed here in a, in a little bit. And uh, and I've never played it before. So playing through Symphony of the Night, uh, it's great. But Hollow Knight is better. Like, every, like Hollow Knight is just better, I think, just because of age like when it came out it's like it played on all of these different systems and just refined them like isn't it a new game yeah exactly oh okay age being it's younger okay it's it's newer so it uh for example uh hollow knight is faster than most of these characters and that's important because you want to blow through if you have to go back through an area you want to blow through it and you want to jump through it like alucard from symphony of the night is slower Mm -hmm. 
you know, you end up getting speed power ups and double jump and stuff later. But like, and I'm assuming you do that with Hollow Knight also as you move forward. But, uh, but like that start, it's like a good starting speed for Hollow Knight. It gives you just as much as you need right right away. Mm-hmm. You can beat pretty much any anything with your sword for a while. Like it's 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 a really well designed game. Have you played any of it, Ari? No, I want to. I said I suggest it wholeheartedly and i think you as an animation guy would probably dig it too because yeah. it's, it's animation is pe- people dude, it's my shit at my job are saying it's pretty great yeah and it's great on it. switch dude i can't imagine yeah. playing that i wouldn't I, I don't i don't think i could play it on my ps4 just by way of like oh i'd want to take it places <laughs> take it around you know yeah uh i have been playing a game okay um, a little game called Super Smash Brothers for wii u okay great um, well hey this, that's actually interesting to me what, how are you feeling about it Still good. Yeah. I remember, like, it was really weird in hindsight. Like, as soon as I saw the the Switch Smash trailer, I just stopped playing the Wii U one because I'm just like, well, it's going to be obsolete soon enough. I guess I'll just stop playing it altogether. Yeah. Uh, which is not true. Uh, I think there That's was... why you killed your puppy because you were like, it's going to be dead at some point anyway. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, why would I even drink this wine? I'm just like, going to be hung it's over. It's more like if someone said, hey, I want to get you a new dog in nine months. I'd be like, well, then what do I do with this dog? Your <laughs> uh, answer was put it in a bag and throw it in the river. Uh, no, but my coworkers are, are playing it at lunch and I was playing it and I was just like, yeah, I still fucking love this game. Yeah. So, you know what's weird is uh, I'd actually stopped playing Smash for in, uh, an entire year and then the, a Switch announcement happened and I got back out my uh, old Smash and played it then. Like, what, it, like, it, like made me old Smash. I'm sorry. Yeah, old Smash. Like it was a Wii U Smash. Okay. So Switch got announced, and I was like, "Oh man, I want some Smash." That's I want the it that's now. the proper reaction. Yeah. I was I I was weird. I don't know what happened in my. Usually, I, I like every other Smash game. I like oh, like remember when Brawl was announced? I was playing Melee all the time. Yeah. And then you know just that pattern over and over. Yeah. I have a feeling it's going to be such a good transition from that Wii U Smash into the Smash Ultimate, whereas Melee into Brawl was a little not great. Like, I, I remember the feel of it just being, like, oh, it's slower. So I had a I had a week where I was, like, obsessed with looking at updates for uh, Switch Smash, and Zero, the top player for Smash 4, was just, like, doing a YouTube thing where he's just like, yeah, I played Smash 5, and... I, I can't do an accent like him, but okay. he was just like... What kind of accent is it? It's Chilean. Wow. It's my Chilean <laughs> accent. Um, he was just like, yeah, it's not... I'm the best Smash 4 player in the world, and it doesn't feel like Smash 4. It's a whole new game. Hmm. Uh, but, you know... In a good way, or was he complaining? I mean, in a good way. Oh, but great. Mainly, I mean, I, he had his, his, uh, his feedback and his criticism, but, you know, I think he was overall excited about it. Yeah. Uh, and I'm super excited. I love that it's... You know, we already had our Smash episode. We did. Uh, and it, it was really kind of connected to our E3 episode. Yeah. One of the same. Uh, but we got a packed show for us today, so I'm going to go ahead and kick us off with the news. Um, okay. What's the news? What's the news? What is it? The news. Okay, number one on my news list, No Man's Sky. Oh. Update. That's right. And Xbox. Xbox. Xbox? Xbox. My Xbox's name was Monica. <laughs> Mine was Danny and Cindy. <laughs> Xbox release. Guys, how do we feel about No Man's Sky? I uh, I saw that new trailer, and I was like, I might get this game. I loved hating on the first one, but yeah. that new trailer, I was like, hey, 
this looks cool. Right. Here's what I think this game is going to be perfect for. Right. Is like when it's on Games with Gold mm-hmm. or the PlayStation equivalent of Here's a Free Game. Like that's going to be yeah. PS Plus. Mm-hmm. That's going to be the best game for yeah. that. Because mm-hmm. No Man's Sky, what, what was the story with it? It came out. Yeah. It overpromised. Right. Everybody was let down by it. Yes. It was derpy as shit. <laughs> and now, two years later, they're just like, hey, we just put out an update that made it the game we said it would be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which yeah. is insane and makes me feel very good for like the company and the people who worked on it. And it sounds like it's like a great story. Yeah. But it, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> it, took them, it took them two years to make good on a promise that they made at the beginning. I mean, everyone's kind of saying that, right? It's I mean, like, it was two years. Well, but also there were two years before when they kept showing it at E3. Yeah, like, yeah. So this is like four delivery on four years of hype. Do I, we I like mean, the... Okay, so if we're taking just the hype version of it, which is pretty much what is out now, do we do we want to play that game? I want to try it. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's I where I'm at, too. I don't want to give them money for it I, yet. I don't know if I'm that... Ex- I was ever that excited about yeah. this giant, thralling space well, world anyway i thought it was like when i heard about it i'm like oh that'll be a cool 15 dollar game and it turned out to be a 60 dollar game yeah that was not at all what it promised to be and yeah it's like whoa it looked like a great indie game and i think the original developing team wanted it to be a great indie game and then it just looked so cool to people that they just put all this money behind mm-hmm. it and then they were like Guys, we can't make that game. <laughs> that game's insane. You better fucking make it, Marky. You better fucking make it. Yeah. We're Sony. Uh, I think I'm. I think I can get it for twenty bucks at Best Buy, mm. and I'm thinking about it. Like I'm thinking oh, about yeah. getting. And then a, you know, you have to download the update later. The right? update is called Next, and it's free. All the updates oh. are free. There's no then DLC page. Do DLC. it. Yeah, I was thinking about it. That's- because oh, yeah, uh, the do. Xbox release of it is sixty dollars because it's new. Mm-hmm. Which is weird. Do you guys notice that about game prices lately? They've been like all over the fucking map. Like, if it's a PC game, it's worth nothing. <laughs> but the PS4 Xbox equivalent is twenty dollars higher. The Switch version is sixty dollars, no matter what game it is. Every all games year. are sixty dollars. Every Switch. game is sixty dollars on the port. And I will games, say, sixty dollars, all worth it. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can take it portably. Like that is yeah. a feature that I I think is worth it. Yeah. Uh, for a lot of games that I want to play on Switch. Yeah. Yeah, it does. It. I mean, I guess it's an economics thing. I realize yeah. I was about to start talking about a subject I have no idea <laughs> about. <laughs> yeah. But like, if people will pay that, that was the big argument with Donkey Kong Country. It came out at sixty when it came out on Wii U for the first time at fifty. Like, yeah. But if people are willing to pay it, then that's what it's worth. Well, and they've been all over the map, even with Switch games too. Like, like why is it that Donkey Kong Country comes out at sixty, but then like the Toad? Uh, Captain Toad comes Treasure out at tracker. 40 and Bayonetta is 60, but it's two games. It's like, it's like, what, what is the logic behind why stuff costs more than other things? Like can. Mega Man 11 is going to come out soon and it's coming out at a price point of, I think $40. That makes sense to me. It does also feel like there's a certain amount of like, is this a full game? Captain Toad feels like it's not like it's like a puzzle game. It's yeah. a little. You it's watch like a couple But it came out. I as, will beat the shit out of Captain <laughs> Toad right now. It came out at sixty dollars to the Wii U, though I think. Mm. So, mm. I guess I'm just like, maybe because they knew no one would pay that much money for it. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, they probably have one like test group where they're watching 
uh, Shigeru Miyamoto and a man in a Mario costume are just behind the one-way mirror. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Guys, Movie Pass. It is on life support right now. Oh, no. Anybody uh, aware of anything going on with MoviePass at the moment? I know I should have gotten one, and then <laughs> it was like, oh, no, you can get it now, but do it soon, and now it's like, oh, maybe you shouldn't, and I don't care. Any yeah. second now. Like, I, I love MoviePass. Yeah, I've too. gotten my money's worth mm-hmm. times 45 out of it. Yeah. And I know that just like any day it's going to go away. They're out of cash. They're, it's not working right they're now. They're saying this it's about- It's not a good business. Model. Yeah, I don't yeah. Know it's saying. literally no, no, no. Like literally, it's not working for people at the moment we're talking. Oh, people are trying to use their movie pass currently, and it's down. Oh. Their movie passes are down across the board. Right I did now. just see that. Yeah, they said like we're down right now. E-ticketing was still working. So there's like one theater in the middle of the San Fernando Valley that I can Jeez. take the metro to. <laughs> you're going to go to the Angelica on Pico. You're uh, going to watch Skyscraper and you're going to have a bad time. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I'm bummed. I'm super bummed. Right. What do you guys think about this AMC uh, A-list pass? I have heard work? of it. I think it's, I think it's just movie pass for AMC. That's all I use my movie pass for. So cool. yeah, I mean, I I I've mainly gone to the local theaters that we have here in like Los Feliz Silver Lake area. So like the mm. Los Feliz three and the, uh, but you know what I want? Mm. This is a California exclusive. I want an ArcLight one, baby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ArcLight club card. Yeah, it's pretty nice. Give me one dome they, they movie must. a month. <laughs> <laughs> I think people should just see less movies. Okay. okay. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Ari's got a hot take. We're gonna play the hot take I wouldn't music. Call it a hot take. That's not the hot. That's the story time music. All right, Ari. Lay it on us, Ari baby. I don't have a story. I just think people should spend more time with their loved ones, oh, outdoors, doing their hobbies. That's hot. Hey, people aren't reading enough books these days. I think. Hell yeah. It's good for. I'm not saying movies are bad. There's definitely something you can get from the unconscious narrative experience of someone you witness and emotionally connect with. But, you know, I think we overindulge in this sort of thing, and I think the movies we're seeing don't really carry that kind of emotional connectivity that we claim it does. So, you know, let's just... I gotta believe Yeah. Believe it. That was good. <laughs> that was just... That was some hot shit right there. That was a hot it on. Ari grab. Dude, we've got to start mothers. We've got to start a new segment for you where you just lay it on hot and thick, dude. I love that. I got a lot of things to say. <laughs> Guys, uh Switch is getting a GameCube controller. Uh, what? Have you seen no, what? this I, what? hot? Show show have me. Have you seen this hot hot GameCube controller? Is it the Pikachu one? Oh, oh it's Mario. Oh. Oh. There's a link, a Pikachu oh. and a Mario theme. What? Uh, guess what, guys? Does that C-stick look familiar? It looks like not a C-stick. It looks like a joystick. What? C-stick. What? I'll tell you. Oh, look at oh. that. Look at that. Hillian oh. shield. Wait, are, mm. the, are the handles kind of sleek looking? Oh, here? you bet they what look is, that way. What's happening? Can I just say, as a guy who just pre-ordered two actual GameCube controllers for oh the Smash God. release, not happy. I just, <laughs> I just pre'd something else. You did what? 
pre-ordered something else? No, preed <laughs> something else. Never mind. Did I say preed? No, he ejaculated. Oh. He, or pre-ejaculated. This Pikachu yeah. one looks good, too. I like the Pikachu one. That Pikachu one looks sick. That's Ooh. just because yellow is my favorite color. Um, and that Pikachu silhouette is better than, like, for instance, a mugshot of Pikachu. That artwork looks bad. I bet the actual thing will look good, but I don't like that stock photo looking. I hope they painting. do a small redesign to the D-pad. Am I alone here in that that D-pad Let me see that D-pad. Like, the worst? Let me see that D-pad. Wait. Okay. Oh, on the new one you wanted. On the, on the new, one. on this one. On this new one, I want, um, I want the D-pad to be, like, an actual right. D-pad I can use. I yeah, sure. love the GameCube D-pad because the GameCube is where I spent most of my time playing Resident Evil 2. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but and did it's you, was there a D-pad? very tiny. Oh, yeah, it's, it's a tiny D-pad, and it's just what my thumb got used to. Did D-pad, hmm. was there you? did you use the D-pad in the GameCube? Was it to control so your carrot? You couldn't use the joystick. No, you could. Oh, I just didn't. So you're saying it. You're just nice. you're complacent with the controller. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I guess you can I'm get a more precise. Uh, you can get a more precise like control with the D-pad on that tank control. Is that the yes? Idea? Well, I mean, yeah, that's what it is yeah. because you're always holding. Would up. you do it speed running? Would you use the D-pad still? I would need to use the GameCube controller. Whoa. I would need to speed run it on GameCube. Whoa! So I could get that GameCube. Mm. Oh yeah. Damn. Uh, guys, well, what do we think about this game? Are, are we all going to get one? Yes. I'm getting one. You, you, you well, pre-ordered it. I, I might get all three. No, no. I pre-ordered corded uh, uh, those those Smash re-release controllers. Oh, well, those are great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's going to be fine. But, I mean, like, this looks... I mean, those are stylish. But, yeah, they look you know, sick. They look like they're also doing some... Uh, some pretty liberal things that I'm not. I'm not sure how I feel about it. What, what? Like what, bud? Like they're changing that the C stick to make it a joystick. It's a swappable C stick. So what? You could have both. You can use you can either, my dude. Both. Yes, Gross. yes. 2018. You can do whatever you want. You can do whatever you want in 2018, man. I don't. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna get one. Yeah, Probably I'm, the Mario I'm gonna one. try to get all three. I'm fucking crazy with the Switch, dude. <laughs> I, I, I'll get everything. I'm surprised I haven't like got my whole room wait, filled wait, with wait, Labo. Wait, right are they wireless? Uh, that first of all, a okay. Each design will have a center. The controller is wired by a ten foot USB cable. Ooh, ten feet is pretty nice. USB though means you can use it on a PC. Mm. Oh, I don't want that one frame latency. I was going to say, if you're doing Smash with these bad boys, you don't probably want... Hell no. Uh, wireless? Every frame matters. Yeah, you want a corded controller, probably. Um, yeah, so that looks cool. Uh, last thing on, uh, on my news list is kind of news, kind of not. Summer sales are bananas right now. <laughs> everybody, uh, everybody getting their summer sale on or what? Love a good summer sale. Uh, let's go down the list. Was everyone bought on the summer sale? I got Owl Boy. Yeah, that guy's just hanging and, out. On my and and uh, please, uh, with the percentile you got it off, like twenty percent. Now that's a switch percent if I've ever heard one. Uh, that's cool, Owl Boy. Uh, I'm gonna represent the demographic who just can't splurge on a whole bunch of games right now. But they're cheap, man. I mean. I know the art of the deal, but <laughs> well, it is your favorite book. <laughs> yeah, that's where I learned all. That's where I learned all my policies. Uh huh. Okay. Uh, I did go a little nutso cuckoo on on summer sales. I oh, I think yeah. I've I think I've bought games for Ooh, every system get? on what a summer get, sale. Jeremy? 
Uh, my favorite thing I got was on Steam, all of the Valve games, just in one one wow. click, one swath. What I got I got every single Valve game. How much ever was made. that pack? I think it was twenty four dollars. Twenty four dollars for every Valve game. For every Valve game. That's a that's Portal. Yeah, that's Portal Half-Life Two. One. Half Life One. Half Life Two. All the Half Life. Half Life Two point one. Team Fortress. Two point two. Counter Strike. I'm getting to them. Half Life <laughs> Two point three. Yeah. I hope they make that Half Life Three. Okay. Are you listening to me? Oh, Ari, is your nose bleeding? <laughs> <laughs> is that what that is? I, I like this character. Cool. If only it had a name. I thought you were about to play a clip or something. Oh yeah, of course. I gotta believe. Well, I'm um, not whoever that is. Parappa the rapper. Oh, that's Parappa saying it's Parappa, that. Parappa, yeah. I thought it was a character from Parappa. I always thought it was Sonic. <laughs> I <laughs> wish. Um. So yeah, I got I got that. I got um. I got a bunch of other Steam games like Braid. You know, some games. That's I one of my favorite have. games yeah. of all time. I it's love so the good. premise. I think it's boring to play. Really? Yeah. I actually love the mechanics of it. I think it has good mechanics. I you, I haven't even had a fair shot. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's great. It's and I've even done the, all the secret puzzle. You got them stars. The, yeah, those cool, those cool ass stars. Uh, I also oh, speaking of it, that leads almost right into our uh, main event, uh, which I will get into after we hear a quick word uh, from our sponsors. Today's show is sponsored by Alucard's Boot Emporium. Come on down to Alucard's Boot Emporium this weekend and feast your eyes on the sale of the century. We are unloading a big old shipment, including, and exclusively, secret boots. But hurry quick, because there's only one pair. That's right. Alucard's Boot Emporium has exactly one pair of boots, which includes, and is limited to, the secret boots. What do the secret boots do, you might ask? Come see for yourself. We are legally obliged to tell you that they make your sprite taller vertically by just a little bit. And on that note, we're getting into... Our main event, which is good and bad video game rewards. You never give me a moment to question your weird sponsors. <laughs> oh, do you want to they question paid them? for it? They, they paid you. for the show. I'm Ari. sorry. Okay, we cannot Guys, alienate our sponsors too much. I'm but just saying. If you do have a question, if I don't get it. How will your listeners? I just want. <laughs> I just want the people to know. Never mind. Let's talk okay. about our topic. Do you want? Do you? I, I can explain the sponsor. No, we, let, it's in fact, cool. let's. I think we should. I think we. I'm okay. Here's a new segment. It's called explaining our sponsors to Ari. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's the, the sponsor? I don't know. Well, Ari, in the 1990s, a game called Castlevania: Symphony of the Night came out. I know that game. Isn't there turkey in the walls? There is turkey in the walls. Is it turkey or roast chicken? Oh, I don't know. Well, during the game, there are lots of secrets, lots of corridors, dark corridors, in which one can choose or not choose to go down. And during the gameplay, there is one location that's very, very hard to get to. Oh. And in this location, you can find what's called, literally, secret boots. Wow! And what do these secret boots do? Something probably really good, I bet. Nope, not at all. They make your sprite taller vertically by just a tiny bit. Does that make it easier to reach tall edges or something? Not at all. In fact, it probably makes it more cumbersome. And that concludes our section called Explaining Our Sponsors to Ari. Well, that explains that miserable little pile of secrets. <laughs> <laughs> 
so and, and 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 usually our sponsors have something to do with the episode, uh, which I would include that as being uh, definitely a bad reward that you get in a video game. This, of course, is because summer sales are so crazy right now. Uh, one might say that a summer sale could be a reward of sorts for waiting patiently to buy Doom on PS4, which I did for $10. Um, so I would say, guys, before we get started on this list, which includes not that many things, because my research time was cut very, very short, uh, what have you, what do you guys, uh, in your experience, like what is some great rewards you've, you've, uh, you've received from doing awesome tasks Mm -hmm. in a game and what are some just straight up terrible (laughs) ones um i will say uh even before we get to that list i want to i want to preface and i think each person should go down the list on what they consider to be a good reward and a bad reward so i'll start like a good reward for me is always going to be uh if i had to pick one thing it would be something that like uh it's it can be an item or a character or, or really any component that somehow fills out more story that would have been left behind otherwise. Right. Mm. So it doesn't like, it doesn't, the story doesn't need it to exist to be a complete story, but it just makes it so much sweeter and richer. Yeah, like your friend last episode who put himself in the game. If you look hard yes, enough, that's yes. a reward. Basically an Easter egg. I love yeah. Easter eggs. And I especially love functional Easter eggs that you can take with you and use. For example, uh, one of my favorite, one of my favorites is Big Orin's Sword in Ocarina of Time. Mm-hmm. It is this horrible uh, quest you have to mm-hmm. complete in Ocarina of Time to get what is essentially a giant ass sword that never breaks and is two handed. I remember it's that. It's amazing. My least favorite uh, reward is anything that give you New Game Plus. Hmm. Huh? Wait, what's I'm, that? A New Game Plus reward is like. You've beaten God of War Mm three. Now you can play it again with Uh, a different costume. And I'm like, go fuck yourself! (laughs) I just beat this game. Why don't you give me the costume so I could have played with him during my main playthrough? Yeah, that's my least favorite. That's so funny because one of my favorites was going to be New Game Plus. Hell yeah! Well, (laughs) Um, speak about it. Well, what what I think is a really great reward is when it gives you more game. And whatever that game is, like if Mario is a platformer, a great reward is those groovy tubular levels from uh, Super Mario World. Because those are like the ultimate pinnacle of that game, but it's more levels that you don't need to have this full experience, but it's like at the very tippy top, you can go and do more game. But at the same time, something like Resident Evil 4, mm-hmm. we should have a cue whenever I talk about Resident Evil because it happens Oh, that's a great. Lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll come up with something. Uh, for <laughs> now, it'll be... Uh, uh... Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> that's what Jill said when she saw the first zombie yeah, turning around. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Resident Evil 4 is uh, a shooting game, right? It's mo- like most of the gameplay mechanics mm-hmm. are like precision shooting and like how good that feels so new game plus on that when it's giving you more and more powerful weapons like that's more game and you get to experience the feeling that that game gives you in the same way that like if a game is story-based like uh the new god of war i feel like i didn't play a ton of side missions afterwards but what kept me coming back to that game was those side missions were little Almost like cold opens on a sitcom yeah. level stories about yeah. uh, Kratos and Atreus and their continued adventures in this world. Like that's, I think a great reward is something that understands what the game is and gives you a little bit more. Yeah, mm. a terrible reward is something that uh, 
they think is a big deal but isn't. <laughs> Give me a good example of that. I think the That's pinnacle hilarious. of bad rewards is Yoshi in Mario 64. Yes! Oh, I was so afraid this was going to be a divisive thing you know, between us, but thank God. As someone who never unlocked it as a child... I'm like jealous. I'm like, you got to you got to talk to Yoshi. That was my dream. <laughs> Dude, it is such a fucking slap in the face Why? by his big green tail. <laughs> uh, Mike, uh, you can explain. A uh, couple reasons. First of all, he talks in like the text box that you get in Mario 64 and his voice is not Yoshi. It's just like, hello, friend. You have completed an adventure, which is not how Yoshi talks. Second of all, it seemed clear to me that they were trying to build a Yoshi model in the Mario 64 engine and like couldn't get it done good enough for any gameplay. Hmm. So it seemed like it was more about like, we put all this work into a Yoshi model and we got to put it somewhere. Like, so it almost felt like a bigger deal to the developers than it did to me. They give you a hundred lives and lives haven't meant anything in Mario since maybe Mario one. Like I don't remember the last time you beat the game dead by that point. You have all the stars. (laughs) It's almost like they give you a big middle finger. They give you a hundred lives. You're like, I'm not playing another second of this trash. Are you serious? Like, dude, it's infuriating. Uh, at the time, though, do you remember that moment fondly, though, of, like, seeing Yoshi for the first time? Or were you upset as a kid? Because I actually remember being like, yeah. And then, like, trying to jump on him. And, of course, you Why do you think like... I've been trying to 100% Mario Odyssey with no guides? I'm trying to get that experience. Yoshi? Oh, dude. What they give you at the end of that game? Uh, oh, don't tell me. I don't I don't know. Seven Yoshis. Oh my god. <laughs> 700 lives. <laughs> <laughs> there uh, like I don't know. It does I do remember trying to get up to the castle before I had 120 stars mm-hmm. because I knew I think I either had beaten it and like I wanted to test the limits of the game. And, like I I feel like I already knew Yoshi was up there. Yeah, like, I think I knew too. Uh, so I don't heart. remember being excited. I remember thinking, like, for me, what was so exciting about Mario 64 was, like, we'd never played in that way before. And so, uh, like, there are so many, like, maybe if I keep going, I'll unlock Luigi. Maybe there's a secret. Um, yeah. There was, like, the, all these rumors of, like, secret levels and stuff. In I kept game. thinking there was going to be something more to it that we just didn't know. Yeah. And it was – but what was cool, I will say, is – getting to see Yoshi up close on my TV, like because the internet wasn't really a thing yet. You couldn't, you would only see in like little Nintendo power square images, like Mm. a distant shot of you seeing Yoshi. So Mm -hmm. like you actually, like there was some, I don't know. What do you call that? Like reward. Playground urban tales. Yeah. Or or like the reward was like, Oh, I get to see it Mm -hmm. big, bigger. Yeah. Yeah. They're, like, I do think generally Nintendo games are pretty good about, like, uh, there's, like, a nostalgia reward. Mm-hmm. Like, now that they have this mm. built-in history and they were pretty dedicated about keeping Mario's history separate from the current games, now whenever, like, I think Galaxy 2 was the first one to do it, like, they were remaking Mario 64 levels in it. Like, I think that's a pretty great reward yeah. uh, in terms of, like, rewarding people who have stuck with the series for that long. Yeah. But Ari, Ari what's your favorite? Hmm. Um, I know I'm a little bit of a one-trick pony here with Super Smash Brothers and all, but it's it's just too good. Subspace Emissary rewards you when you beat a chapter with an awesome cutscene of the best fanfic ever written. Okay. So your so your idea of a great reward is basically just like a great cutscene. 
I mean, that's a good example of. Re- I mean, that, that's a very macro idea. That's like that's, that's the biggest best reward I've ever gotten because it happened every single time I beat a level. Love it. I got a high def, awesome chapter, the best fanfic ever made. Dude, uh, you would have been such a if you were born just like a a little bit earlier a little bit sooner you'd have been such a big fan of the playstation one era jrpg where your rewards were these fmv cut sequences <laughs> of like cloud on a motorcycle you would have been probably that would, you would have been like yeah. hell yeah <laughs> every time like a movie thing I bet, happened. I, I bet i would have loved final fantasy if it would if it was pointed in my my direction but it never was yeah you know, yeah didn't that. come across your desk that nah. that is great because I still do I still have that with games from that era right we're like in, I've been playing through Metal Gear Solid Five and like when there's a cutscene most people these days are like go fuck yourself so, I do not want to watch more of this I want to play but me I'm like anytime Kratos and and uh, Atreus just had like a like a fucking I don't know a moment a moment I'm just like yes more I want to mm-hmm. watch I just I want to watch I just want to watch a movie I, I don't want to what am I doing I just want to watch a movie because there are games that like half of the game is the plot like you're you know it's a, it's a cinematic action adventure so and so and half of why you're playing it is for the story um and you know but sometimes too it's just like this is just a fun game and i happen to really like this story yeah um so that's a really macro i, I you know i i like plots and games but. I, I would almost say that like specifically with the smash brothers if my argument is that like if a developer really understands what the magic is of their game and gives you a little twist on that magic, like if Smash Brothers is about celebrating Nintendo history, what better way to celebrate it than like to show these weird characters getting together in yeah. this new situation? Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, I feel like the best ending reward I ever got was in Metal Gear Solid, the first one. Just because like Meryl that- Dead. Because I finally got to be rid of that <laughs> ball and chain. Uh I'm going to spoil Metal Gear Solid 1, I guess. Spoiler for has. Metal Gear Solid 1 if you I have not played it. I don't care. I haven't played them. It's, it tells this very functional story of Solid Snake going in, and he has to solve his mission, and he does, and he learns something about himself and the world along the way. The credits roll, <laughs> wow. and then they do... Um, there's like this codec scene, which is just like the radio in that universe. And... Uh, you find out that one of the early bosses, like I think the first boss you fought is actually like the mastermind and he's having a conversation with somebody and we don't know who it is. He's like, well, here's what happened. Here's what happened in the mission. And then he's like, all right, take care, Mr. President. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's like, ah! oh, I yeah. love it. It goes so deep. Oh, I love it. Yeah. And if that whole game was about these little twists and turns that are like blowing your mind, the biggest, best mm. mind blow is at the end. Yeah. That's great. So Ari, what's a good example of like uh, your least favorite kind of reward in video games? Well, actually, before I get into that, the reason I kept saying the word macro so much is because I have a micro example of good rewards. Oh, great. Because, you know, it's easy to think about like costumes, levels and stuff. But like, I think I remember hearing Shigeru Miyamoto, I never know how to say his name, talk about rewards in games. And there's, of course, like, you know, the obvious, like, we want people to explore. And if they, you know, find the secret thing and explore it, there's a thing for them, a power up or what have you. But there's also this smaller idea that I think is really interesting of like when you get a coin, it makes a pleasant sound. Yeah. And like something about the idea of like sound and like pleasant visuals, just like very basic things that we kind of take for granted 
it's a really interesting idea of a reward. Like, think about just how it sounds like get a ring in Sonic. It's mm-hmm. like, I want more of those. Like, imagine if there was no sound. Would you collect those rings? Mm-mm. Be It'd be a void, yeah. horrible experience. It'd be like, why am I doing this? But you get like a ton of them. It's just like, yes! It feels like a slot machine. This is going to sound so ironic, but you reminded me to get closer to the mic. I have to do the same to you now. Oh, yeah. No, thank you. <laughs> it's like you reminded me, and I was like, oh, yeah. And I looked up at you, and you were the farthest I've ever seen you from your mic. And I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, thank you. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I love that. I love that. Uh, that uh, That's actually a different way of thinking about it, which I hadn't before, which is like this almost endorphin rush you get from, like, for example, chopping wheat in Stardew Valley, which just gives you this, like, ah. Uh, <laughs> every time you break a rock. Uh, um, so we're going to go down the list of some like terrible ones and some, uh, and some great ones. How do you guys feel about trolley rewards? What are trolley rewards? Okay. Here's a great example. Hetsu's gift. Do you guys know what Hetsu's, What's Hetsu's gift? gift? Okay. No. So Hetsu's gift is in breath of the wild. If you, cor- if you collect mm. 900 Korok seeds, you get what's called Hetsu's gift, which is, a giant gold pile of turds. <laughs> really? <laughs> it is literally a spool of golden turds. Oh, that's funny. Uh, it is It is like the most arduous thing you could do in the game, and the reward is a negligible thing that literally in the item description says, it smells pretty bad. <laughs> um, I don't actually hate these in games. It kind of would suck if... Going in not knowing that and then getting that kind of a thing. Mm. But uh, I don't hate the idea of the developers mm-hmm. being like, are you this insane? Yeah, that is fun. <laughs> it does. It strikes me as a little bit of like fourth wall breaking. Yes. Just like we like remember there are people on this side of the screen and they're like making fun of you. I, I'm not being on it. Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. I don't hate I like it, it the worst, but I, I, I think I, I, I am not huge on it. I would rather, although I don't know, unless they gave you an extra cutscene at the end of Breath of the Wild, I don't know if I, like, I wouldn't like a better sword, for example, because mm. I did everything. The motorcycle is the answer. Mm. Give them the motorcycle? If, if they had, I mean, this is in a perfect world, and maybe they didn't even have this idea yet, but, like, the motorcycle is the perfect way to travel in yeah. Breath of the Wild, and so much of the fun of Breath of the Wild is traveling. So, like, yeah, you get all the Korok seeds, you get the motorcycle. But so much of the Korok seeds is traveling. It's one of those, it's one of those <laughs> things that eats itself, where it's like, yeah, no, that's great give, me, give me the motorcycle at the beginning of the game. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, that, the motorcycle is actually a good example of a, of a reward I actually kind of hate. Because mm-hmm. you, it, you have to play through all the DLC, which at that point, you've probably beaten Breath of the Wild before, yeah. to get the motorcycle, which I've used three times because I've never, I don't want, I, I, there's nothing to go back to. Yeah. Only if you want to look like, you know, just enjoy the game for its atmosphere, which is nice, but it's, it is it, nice. It, it, it loses its magic if you repeatedly do that. I, I almost wonder how yeah. much a sense of purpose is involved in a good video game reward. Yeah. Like, I would say that the entirety of Metroidvanias are built on rewards. And those are probably the best rewards in games because the second you get a power-up, like, your movement changes. Like, that double jump, like, makes the game substantially Mm. better. But you are obviously still on the mission, and therefore you still have a purpose. Yeah. That is some of the the sadness of a new game plus, is that 
uh, unless what is it? Near Automata. Yeah, Near Automatica. Automatica. Yeah, Automatica. That game has like nine endings, and like it's only by beating it nine times do you get the full story. Which that's such a great that's design. Awesome. That's yeah. and, and I think that is a gimmick with that game. But uh, I think that there, for example, there's a there's a weird thing in Goldeneye. I don't know if you guys played through the story of Goldeneye, mm-hmm. but I think it's how you unlocked cool multiplayer stuff like the Golden Gun and and whatnot. Yeah, you'd get like more characters if you beat it. Yeah, and more maps and stuff. You have to if you beat it. If you play the game on easy or medium, you only get part of the game. But playing it on hard and very hard, you get like all the levels actually open up, and you get more levels, and you get more to yes. the level, uh, which I think is kind of a. I don't like the idea of missing something playing it on easy, but I also love the idea of like rewarding the player with a bigger game mm-hmm. yes. if you're if you're going to. Play it like a fucking devil, <laughs> dude. A bat yeah. out of hell. I'd say, yeah, aside from narrative stuff, I think my favorite rewards are like more ways to play the game. Like, here's a new character you can play as. Here's a new level you can do. Here's yeah. A, you know, more playing. I, I mean, you know, like, costumes are nice, but like, I don't know. Like, you get used to them in like just a few minutes. <laughs> Yeah, it's not like it's not like I want to play all the way back through Bayonetta in a different costume. <laughs> like that sounds like I don't know. I, I feel like a lot of those action brawlers too have that component too, where it's like where it's like yeah, you can play the whole game now as somebody different. <laughs> you're like, I like those actually. I mean, if it's like, if it's a costume swap, no, but like a skin un- swap, un- you're okay un- with? No, I'm not okay with. I'm I'm talking like play as Joker in Arkham Asylum. Like, oh, But shit. that was different missions, right? Um, I mean, it was only the, the combat mode. It wasn't story. But it was still, like, it, it, it was a different experience. He controlled differently. Mm. Yeah. Like, I like, in, like, Arkham City, you can do, like, Catwoman missions, Robin yeah. missions. Yeah. Um, and those are good. Catwoman missions are so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're kind of the best stuff in that she, game. She, like, climbs on the ceiling. Come yeah, on. that's great. It's sick as hell. <laughs> um, there's some other good examples of really bad rewards you can get in games. Like, for example, uh, a Gex. Uh... You guys remember Gex? Yeah, he tells jokes. Those are the rewards, and they're great. Yeah, well, guess what? It's not so great when you fucking beat uh, the hardest of any part of that game in 1995 on the Panasonic 3DO. Oh, I mean, okay, so so I'm just going to sort of read you the IGN entry for this. Uh, Each of Gex's eclectic levels are capped off with a bonus round. Perfect completion of each will result in the ability to play the game a second time in what's called Planet X. Defeat the final boss of Planet X, and you'll be treated to a 20-minute gauntlet of verbal abuse, (laughs) accented by the agonizing glow of television static. It's Gex just berating you and calling (laughs) you a loser for doing all that. That's awesome! Yeah, so it's a troll thing, but to me that builds Gex's work world out just a little bit more which is kind of a fun yeah. thing but like the fun of gex is that he's like aware of himself and aware yeah. of the player right I don't he's know. the original deadpool yeah he yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah he hums the mst3k song to himself as you go through levels like a fucking idiot um his idle animation is just the jerk off motion yeah <laughs> i don't know if that's true but i like it i don't think it is um yeah so those are those are all good uh, examples of bad rewards we did the mario 64 we did uh uh oh i don't i don't we didn't talk about uh, a very famous one though that's in resident evil 2 michael you want to you want to talk about the 
the very famous uh, shitty reward you get in in, in uh, Resident Evil Two? I don't know if I know specifically which one you're talking about. You're uh, talking the different modes, the no, no campaigns at the end. Albert Wesker's office. Uh, yes. If you go into Wesker's office and click his desk, <laughs> first of all, one thing you have to understand about Resident Evil Two, your characters are arrows to click on <laughs> different yes. points yeah, of the level. Yeah, so yeah. if you click on Albert Wesker's desk 50 times, literally press the button and it comes up with a normal desk and you yeah. just jam it 50 times, uh, you get a picture. Then you have to run all the way across the police station and develop it in the photo developing room. And it's a picture of Rebecca Chambers, <laughs> character from the first game, in her basketball uniform. Oh, wow. So <laughs> the, the villain of the first Resident Evil was just... Jerking off to <laughs> the fucking cute girl Wait. from the first game. Oh yeah, in that's a picture. It's weird as yeah. shit. Yeah, it, and that's less of a like a, a an end game thing. It's more like more of an unlockable that you can mm-hmm. like do a ton of work to get that sucks. <laughs> um, but there actually is a pretty cool, from what I've been reading, there's actually a pretty cool um, uh, kind of like end game thing you can get in RE2 where you become tofu. What's this all about? So if you <laughs> Anytime somebody starts out with like, sir, it's very like, get ready. Yeah. If you beat the game with uh, an A rating with both characters, you unlock the fourth survivor, which is like this tofu, this short, uh, or this hunk rather. Hunk is just like an umbrella agent and you have to run through this like short gauntlet of enemies mm-hmm. and you get a certain amount of like ammo and you don't find any new ammo it's just combat and can you run through and can you survive can you get to this exit point yeah and it's pretty tough and then if you from those save files beat the game another two times for a total of three times six scenarios you unlock the tofu survivor which is hunk's mission but you play as a large block of tofu <laughs> And he only has a knife. It's too hot for this. <laughs> uh, apparently, it was a uh, a fuck you to Japanese players who were beating Resident Evil One with just the knife. Oh, <laughs> and they're like, great. okay, well, if you want to play this game with just a knife, here's a tofu man. That's great. <laughs> I love that. That's funny. Uh, let's let that segue into like our good unlockables, things that we have loved in video games. I know that we kind of have mentioned a bunch before, but like yeah. let's uh, let's kind of go through some famous ones, and maybe that'll trigger our memories into some more ones mm-hmm. that we loved. Um, so uh, hypersonic. Anyone know hypersonic and how to get them? Uh, I never was. Well, I've only been able to get in one game. And it was Sonic Heroes. No. <laughs> <laughs> what does hypersonic That hurt do? my soul. You tell them what's hurt. Okay, so hypersonic is if you collect so many emeralds, uh, first uh, are seven. the eight Six. classic. No, 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 no. This is for, okay, so this is specifically for Sonic uh, 3, uh, Sonic the Hedgehog 3 and Knuckles, right? So you uh, first up are the eight classic Chaos Emeralds, which you let you transform into Supersonic. Once you have all those, then you need to collect eight more Super Emeralds to unlock Hypersonic. Uh, what all this means is that you'll be spending a lot of time in the Blue Spheres minigame, which is basically that game where you have to chase after that machine that's running away with a Chaos Emerald. Uh-huh. Um, but once you get it, I mean, basically you become like an all white Sonic who like can fly. God. Yeah. He's like, he's, he's like the super, he's like super Saiyan level four God Whoa. Saiyan of, uh, of Sonic the Hedgehog. That sounds um, so cool. And he looks awesome and he plays awesome. And I mean, that's enough God, said. I love Sonic. Enough said with Sonic. Oh dude, you love Sonic. I think we all love Sonic. <laughs> 
Remember yeah. when I was talking about how sounds could be rewards? Mm-hmm. That was just like a good old yummy earful of rewards. Oh, you full? Yeah. Mix, Ari just pre came. Makes me, uh, <laughs> makes me uh, miss Mr. Alec Robbins. That would be his sound effect, but yeah. he's uh, dead to us until the next time he comes on the show. Dead um, to us. I think another great uh, reward that we kind of already mentioned, but. Um, but I think is just like one of my favorites of all time. I mean, Mario has a ton of great ones for as bad as Mario 64 is, uh, the, uh, like autumn season in super Mario world. Oh yeah. Guys, guys, this is amazing. This Uh, is, that one's okay. (laughs) I love this idea though. It's like, okay, so, uh, I'll just kind of read the game's radar entry into it. Uh, so if you're exploring uh, the t- if you're the exploring type in Super Mario World, you'll find star exits in uh, five of the game worlds in Dinosaur Land. Each of these uh, leads to Star World levels, slightly tougher than the standard stages. Uh, they give you different Yoshi's. Uh, once you beat all those, then you are allowed to go to uh, the uh, special world, which is hard. Gnarly. Yeah, tubular, mondo, uh, <laughs> hard as nails uh, stages in, in Super Mario World. The amazing thing you get uh, um, is that special worlds insanity, including hell situations and level uh, stage uh, that dev- the deviously mixes. Okay, so blah, 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 the Mario must. And the stage that deviously mixes transplants with the bills. You'll literally transform Super Mario World. So you like the whole game transforms, kind of, right? Yes. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, besides giving the environments a brownish autumn hue, plenty of enemy sprites are drastically and oddly altered. How so? Piranha <laughs> plants turn into pumpkin heads. Bullet bills turn into birds. Birds! <laughs> and Koopa Troopas perform the ultimate mind freak by wearing Mario and Luigi masks. I've never heard of this. This is cool. Yeah, it's awesome. Like it's uh, like them dressing up as Halloween for Halloween, rather as their most feared monster. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> but they're all the same. I guess every so. I, it's I, just I've honestly Mario. Just it's now. just Mario. My whole thing, like that, to me feels like the worst iteration of New Game Plus, just oh, because yeah. it's like play through the game, but the colors are a little different. Otherwise, I, it's the exact same. I, there's something so cool about you've done all this stuff, which is all these rewards you've already gotten, which is special, uh, special world and stuff but then you get to kind of go back through and play like you you don't have to but you can see the whole game just reskinned mm-hmm. completely um i like that idea uh i think that there's a lot of different mario stuff that we could talk about too like the warp whistle i think in general like what a fucking crazy unlockable that is yeah for its time or the warp pipes i guess you could consider that mario cool. 3 was really good about rewards yeah like you would get a fucking uh hammer brothers suit if dude you and it was so levels. rare and yeah. It, yeah and it was so fun to use and you could turn into a statue if you're a tanuki man i didn't know about so much stuff in mario 3 that my brother-in-law we were playing through it over uh when i was in texas last and he turned on mario 3 on the original nes we were playing on his tv and he was taking me through the final uh world world 7 i guess in Super Mario Brothers 3, and he was like, oh, no, 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 on this level, you need the frog suit. We need to go get it. Mm. It was like every level had its own little quirk that you could beat it if you didn't know this, mm. but like if you got the frog suit, for example, you go underneath all the ships and just swim to the end of the level, and it's like mm. one of these like weird things. Like, How would you know that? How would you yeah. know to do that? Like, It looks like you would just die if you jumped in that. That reminds me of like, this is kind of going back to what I was saying about... Um, you know, like a smaller idea of rewards and the big, like, here's a new costume. But yeah, like related to like power-ups you get, I think Mario was designed in a way where it's like, 
you know, it switches between platforming bits to action bits. So you might be in this area where you do this really hard platform thing. Mm-hmm. And before, you, right before, you're just like, I am so sick of platforming. It's like, hey, good job. Here's a fire flower. Now have an action part. Yeah. And, and that's kind of like in its own way, like a reward because it keeps you engaged in the game and it keeps you kind of in flow. And yeah. it's like, congratulations. You did that really hard part. Now here's a really fun part yeah. like, that, you'll, that you'll fly through. I would love to do an episode that's just on Mario, like Mario games design. Like the more I like read about and look into and play old SNES games, for example, the more I'm realizing like, man, it was so hard for people to make platformers. (laughs) Like to make a, a platformer that was a, a good platformer, like jumping from platform to platform and b an action game simultaneously barely existed Mm -hmm. like that was just not a thing that really existed there's like Mega Man and Mario and that's pretty much it and that's the thing you realize they're creating a whole new language yeah like the reason I know a purple triangle lets you run up walls is because (laughs) they put a pipe that you could only get up and you had to try it like they they design it in a way to force you into using their bonkers mechanics that's a funny way to think about it but you're yeah it's like a graphical language yeah yeah it's like it's like Contra is great but it's only really one part of the equation. <laughs> it's the shooting. It's the action part. <laughs> it's not the platforming part, really. That's actually its downfall, if you want to say something bad about that game. Which, how dare you? Um, yeah. Uh, some other uh, noteworthy um, uh, rewards you would get for lots and lots of work. I'm going to bring up two. And, of course, one of my favorite games, Final Fantasy VII. Uh, the first one is a very famous one called Knights of the Round. Uh, in Final Fantasy VII, you get uh, summons. They are basically what they sound like. You summon beasts, and they do like this animation, and they take out bad guys. Um, there is a, uh, a summon. You might call it like a final summon. It's a hidden summon. It's a secret summon, and you only can get it if you do all this hard shit and obtain a gold chocobo. A gold chocobo can traverse any area of the entire map. You take it all the way down to the middle of the ocean to a secret island that's not on your map. You crawl up the little thing where your plane can't land, and then you go into a cave, and they give it to you. And it basically, anytime you launch into this summon, it like just it just wipes out anything in the game instantly. Hmm. It's so good. But that's not my favorite hidden gem, uh, oh. unlockable or reward hmm. in, uh, in Final Fantasy VII. Uh, if you... And this is all you have to do is go to the go to a particular town that you've been to before on the third disc. All you have to do is get Cloud back from disc two, go into disc three, travel back to Nibelheim. <laughs> Nibelheim. Go into the mansion, and if you go all the way to the basement of the mansion, you don't have to do anything. They just tell you a piece of the story that you were missing from like the entire plot of the game. Which, if you didn't know this part, it didn't matter. You would still have had a great experience, a complete story. But if you go to it, and there was no way that you would have known this, right? All you just rewarded your exploration. You get a little cutscene, and it just fills in one tiny sliver of the piece that you were missing that completes this thing in a way that just it makes it like I I want to say it it probably makes it like ten times better. Just like it, just like it, it enriches an already good story into this like. Like, uh, oh wow, yeah, it just makes it like uh, I don't know. It, it's one of these things that they made an entire game about the premise of this cutscene later called Crisis Core on the PSP. Mm. 
and it's an optional thing you don't even have to see. Hmm. Um, really, and that's and that's that's why I love that type of reward so much. Is like, oh man, like you designed all of this just so people will miss it. <laughs> like they don't even they don't even they don't even have an NPC telling you to go back there or anything. Have you ever seen like? The uh, it was like a video that was just going around of like Tetris, but like it was Tetris, and then the camera would rotate, and then you'd see that the flat line was actually from the other perspective, like a T. Oh, cool! Um, no, I've never seen. That's that. kind of what it sounds like to yeah. me. Like a good reward is like, you know what the game is. Yeah. But here's this little twist on. It. Yeah. Here's the Ooh. like you don't necessarily it's need nice it. It metaphor. still functions. I love that. Yeah, that's great. I think that's true. Yeah, that's uh, and that's something that only video mm-hmm. games can do. Yeah. Yeah. You can't like. See a see a document on a guy's desk in a film, and then it changes the whole movie meaning necessarily. I think mm. if you look at some close-up shots in the X Men movies and see like the <laughs> lists of names, you're like, ah, Gambit's an X Men too. Hello. <laughs> he sure wasn't. That's great. He sure wasn't. Um, okay. Well, uh, any other uh, any other unlockables that we want to mention? Any other? Uh, mm. I was thinking about Undertale and you're talking about Final Fantasy, which is that like, I mean, that game is full of little, like little fun little stuff. Gems. Here. Little yeah, gems. Yeah. Earthbound too. I think it takes oh, a big yeah. cue from Earthbound. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, one of them I just thought about, it's really small, so yeah. it's not a spoiler, but around the beginning of the game, you can encounter a snowman who's just like, I really want to see the, the world outside of here. Cause you're, you're underground the whole game under Oh. And he's like, "Will you take this piece, like this snowball of mine, and you can you keep it with you? It's the only one you get. It it's fifty HP, so you can have it the whole game. And at one point, you can be like, I fucking need this HP. Yeah. Um, but if you keep it with you the whole game, you know, during the end when you get one of the more like, if you get like like a neutral kind of somber ending where it's like, oh, this person's not doing so well, and oh, this person's sad that this happened, but you made a snowman really happy." <laughs> <laughs> So that's a fun little thing they added. Oh, yeah. Uh, Guacamelee. Ooh. Oh, I yeah. I feel like it was really, really good about like, there was, I'm having trouble even, even remembering what the actual reward was, but there were some like, it was like, it was like there are six hidden orbs in the world or something, or six pieces of like a luchador mask or something that were uh, hidden behind these super hard platforming challenges, including the hardest platforming thing I've ever done in a video game where you have to like climb this tree nice. and it's got like saw blades and you have to like jump and like speed dash one way, speed dash up. You can only use one of your powers. Like yeah. you have limited powers and it's the hardest thing. And when you finally get to the top, there is a chicken who like <laughs> describes to you as like, all right, you're almost halfway there. <laughs> and then you just go in the door and it's like, ah, oh, I gotcha. Here's your reward. Oh, that's fun. Um, I don't remember what you got, but it was just like so rewarding to have accomplished yeah. it. Yeah. That was a journey of the destination man sort of. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, like yeah. Those. Which, which I guess you could, a lot of the last levels in Mario or last worlds are kind of like that mm-hmm. rainbow road type of things yeah. where it's like this beating this didn't really give you anything, but wasn't it? tough i guess if you think about mario 64 specifically is you only need 70 stars to beat it right you don't have to go to rainbow ride yeah you know what game i think is the most subjective mixed bag of rewards Hmm. kingdom hearts oh like handle it because i mean so if we're talking about cutscenes, you're either like Maybe you're someone who's in it for the Final Fantasy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you're just like, get this fucking Disney shit out of here. Yeah. 
maybe you're sending it for Disney, so you're just like, who the hell is Ramune? I don't care. <laughs> 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 um, maybe who you. The hell is and and if you're if you're talking about the game, which you know, I know, I mean, I'm not a game mechanic expert, but whenever I play that no, game, no, you are. <laughs> I find, it, like, I, I was looking at the, the Kingdom Hearts three trailer. There's all these all these crazy like things you can do now. It's like, hey, yeah. Ariel, Little Mermaid, let's fucking fight together. <laughs> and like, it looks flashy as shit. But I remember playing Kingdom Hearts two, and like, that shit got old yeah. real fast. Like, it's too many rewards. It's mm. a, it's a system where I'm just like, you've given me too many toys. <laughs> yeah. I don't know which one to play with. This isn't a hard game at all. Yeah. You're like Ariel with her collection of junk. <laughs> isn't it neat? Yeah. Wouldn't you think your collection is complete? <laughs> it goes without saying, too. Like I, We didn't mention any of these games, but I'm just going to throw it out there just so you know that we do know that this is a thing. But all of the Dark Souls and Bloodborne games, well, the one, are the kings of both trolling rewards and amazing uh like like uh, atmospheric storytelling rewards that you can miss if you want mm-hmm. or investigate further if you want like it's just full of shit like that where it's like um yeah you can miss whole storylines of characters that you cannot meet certain characters if you want or you can like find rich details by just like uncovering like little doors like that's the that's that kind of game like kind of like a silent hill game is the king of like weird rooms where whole parts of the game were just hanging out. Like you didn't have to see it. Uh, Portal 2, I remember specifically. Portal 2 is the king of that. Like where the whole, what was the the character? And I wish I would look this up, but like uh, the character of, uh, that was like writing hidden shit in the walls. Oh, the rat king. The rat king or whatever. The rat sign. Something with a rat in it. Yeah. I don't remember anything. I I might've only found one, but like they, they commissioned the national to write a song yep. that you only saw in that game if you found this secret room where, like, the developers, uh, not the developers, like, the other scientists who are in the portal chamber got stuck. I never yeah. heard of this. Yeah, I just played through it and missed it. It's, like, that hard to find. It's, like, my favorite moment of Portal 2. Yeah. You find this room where it's just people have gone insane, <laughs> and you find this one little radio, and it's playing this beautiful national song. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. What if there's, there's just some game where they hid the that 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 hidden Wu-Tang Clan album that no one got to hear. Awesome. <laughs> Super pharmaceutical bros. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, we're going to jump into emails. Uh, okay. We just got one this week, guys. It's so crazy. Uh, hey, Zoo Tycoon crew. What is a real life reward you have received from doing a task that <laughs> felt just like a video game? And that's from, oh, of course, it's from the, Ganado Merchant from somewhere in Europe, probably Spain. <laughs> uh, oh, let me think about that. I got, I got one. You got one? Um, my grandpa, there, I've like never been closer to anybody in the world than my grandpa. And I remember one time we went up to the cabin and he had a little pond by the cabin and he pushed a boat out and he was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go pull some weeds. There's a lot of weeds in this in this lake, and if you want to come, you can help me. And I was like, okay, yeah, I'll give it a shot. Uh, and we started pulling weeds, and it just, like, in the same way that, like, the downward swipe in Hollow Knight feels good to yeah. do, like, pulling weeds felt good. Because it was, like, this slippery, wet earth that I'm just pulling these, like, almost sharp weeds with my hand, and I'm pulling them out. And at some point, like, 
I get so many like, or I'm like so into it. I end up like just jumping in this little pond. (laughs) There's like some tree that's kind of fallen. And eventually like my grandpa in this great display of trust gives me a saw to cut down this tree. So I cut the tree down. I remember I had just gone to Valley Fair for the first time, which is like the big Minnesota theme park. And I got into the cabin after I was all cleaned up and I was just like, that was more fun than Valley Fair. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, my sister had helped a little bit. And so my grandpa like pulled us both aside and he gave my sister a $5 bill. And he was like, you did good. Thank you for helping me. And he pulled me aside, like separate from her. And he, was, <laughs> and he gave me a $10 Ooh. bill. And he was like, Woo! listen, she, she helped. Your sister helped, but she wasn't in it like you were. Yeah, dude. Yeah. yeah. That is so like a Professor Oak moment. Just giving <laughs> you a preferred treatment. I love you over my, my nephew. Okay? I love you over my nephew. My grandpa <laughs> told me that quite he, he, He's like, you're my favorite. It's not close. Aww. Yeah, that's awesome. That was an awe of both like, aw, and like, aw. Like that was, I got aww. both of them. That's weird, but nice. I was just hanging out with my family again. They all both acknowledged it and they were like, yeah, we get it. <laughs> You're great. Uh, mine, my, I think the closest thing I have to it that I, in recent memory, is uh, doing stand-up comedy for a meal at a bar. <laughs> <laughs> it is the it is the the most like video game power up reward you could get. Like, go do a task, be funny on stage, get off so you can eat. <laughs> it's like so it's so one to one job. And also, if they would have given me cash, would have been similar, but. Because you would have just bought that exact meal. Something about the food is so funny. Like, you get sustenance (laughs) for what you've done. Uh, Ari, got anything good? Um, I don't know. Maybe. I remember I I was hiking. I think it was alone. I was hiking alone. uh, It was in Arizona in Mount Lemmon, which is, like, not what you think when you think of Arizona. It looks like a forest there. And I was hiking down a hill pretty high, and... I started to run down the hill and there was an assortment of rocks and I started to like, I landed on each rock with one foot and jumped off of them. And just in my head, I felt like I was in a rhythm game. And every single time I landed one was like a, like I was like building up a combo and I was just having so much fun. (laughs) I mean, it was probably dangerous as shit. I was high sprinting down a mountain, jumping from rock to rock. Um, That's Awesome. Yeah. Or maybe it looked actually way less cool than I remember. Maybe it was actually not steep at all. And I was just like, oh, I feel like a ninja. And it was just like. Did you pre come? <laughs> Stop it. Ari, answer. I gotta believe. <laughs> That is a great Ari Grab moment. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to the show. We're going to go out on some quick plugs. Anyone got anything they want to plug? Ari's animated show is out and running now. That's right. Bento Banana episode one is on YouTube. Uh, This thing was, I will put it in a a phrase, uh, not what I expected. (laughs) Oh, interesting. Very different than what I expected. I'll ask you about that later. Uh, Uh, In in a great way. In a great way way it it it, uh it opens in a way that's much different than how it turns out (laughs) that's very true uh very Um, good stuff yeah i think people who like anime and like a a weird adult swim shit yeah fucked up cartoons yeah uh give it a listen or Mm -hmm. give it a watch just look up ari grab on youtube i don't like either of those things but i like you yeah oh if you like me you just listen to me for an hour maybe you like me i hope i hope i won you over yeah uh michael uh, you can just follow me on Twitter. It's at Michael McCaller. 
That's it. Awesome. Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at Ocarina of Crime. And uh, if you're a fan of video games, then you might be a fan of comic books too. I don't know. But uh, if, you, if you happen to be, uh, I run an Instagram account called Comic Book Banquet, which is in desperate need of followers because uh, it's a lot of work. And uh, it's uh, pretty cool if you like uh, single frames of comic books. Uh, also, I've uh, been starting to do uh, comic book reviews very regularly now for fanbasepress.com. And you can check all those out there. Um, I just did the Beef and God Complex for Image, which are uh, one's great, one's bad. You read both reviews and you'll know which ones are which. Uh, Thank you guys so much for listening to the show. And hey, enjoy your morning drive in the Mushroom Kingdom. Try to stay out of the way of all those piranha plants and bullet bills. Or should I say pumpkin heads and birds? It's not autumn yet. Oh, Ari, don't you have one last thing that you want to mention? Oh, yeah, I'm on Instagram, too. 